Hello, welcome to the Very Hicken Brothers podcast. I am hosting today, Trevor, and I have, of course, Alex. Yep, I'm here. How have you been? I've been good. My laptop ran out of memory this week, so it messed up with my normal podcasting and world news coverage. But I freed up over 80 gigabytes of memory, so I should be good. Nice. Yeah, and uh, Chick-fil-A is now uh, wearing masks every day, so uh, that's something new happening. Mm-hmm. Today we have a alphabet update provided by Alex, and uh, followed by that I have a Stadia update. <laughs> then we have a new search engine introduced, um, Alex will talk about quant or whatever you pronounce it <laughs> after that i will talk about how windows 10 is getting a new linux integration and after that we have nuo which is a new driverless delivery service and then we'll talk about quibi wing is the alphabet company that I'm talking about today. Wing is a drone delivery service and they have received federal authorization to start uh, beta testing or pilot testing their service. But it's only available in uh, Christiansburg, Virginia for now. Yeah, so it's been pretty good for them during the coronavirus. Their orders doubled. And they have uh, partnerships with the FedEx and Walgreens. (laughs) They've been operating since October. And one thing that I think is funny is that uh, they've started delivering for a coffee shop and bakery. Uh, wow that's uh <laughs> interesting i think it'd be funny if they're actually delivering sp- coffee with a drone <laughs> yeah i don't want that to spell hopefully <laughs> they're pretty balanced yeah it looks like it has like a little not really parachute but it has like a it's still it floats up and then it has like a string or something that lets this basket down kind of and maybe drops the basket and comes back up and so yeah it yeah i i don't think i could trust my coffee with a <laughs> parachute <laughs> no it's not a parachute they have a line where they um let it go down <laughs> and just, they don't drop it with a parachute <laughs> So it doesn't have a parachute, they just drop it? <laughs> no, they have like a, a rope with the, with the, like a, maybe some claws or something that hold it, and then they let it go and then bring it back up. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be funny to have drone-delivered coffee. <laughs> It's like dropping coffee all over the place. 
Yeah. And when it arrives, it's like so. Since since they're based in where you said Virginia or West Virginia, I don't know if they're based there, but that's where they have approval to do their beta testing or um, testing. I want them to deliver my um, soda. <laughs> you trust it with your soda and not your coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so what's going on with Stadia, Trevor? So um Stadia uh we know Stadia is uh hard to sell nowadays, but now they're giving it away free. It's called uh the free tier. They've promised that since the beginning. It's just taking them a few months to actually release it. Um, you don't have to buy the bundle anymore to start playing. So you just have to sign up, download the app. Uh, you can play your favorite games on your PC, phone, or Chrome OS tablet. You can use your keyboard or a compatible controller too. What games can you play? And the yeah, you can use a. Uh, uh, DualShock 4, any Xbox controllers, and the Switch Pro controller. Hmm. So do you have to buy Stadia games for it? Yeah, you still have to buy your games. Oh. Um, but they do have, uh, if you sign up, you get two free member, uh, two months of free Stadia Pro, which gives you free access to Grid. There's a racing game, Destiny 2, with all the... Um, I think they call them expansions. And Thumper. I've never heard of Thumper, but I think it's a game. Um, also, uh, Stadia is only avail- is now available in 14 countries. USA, UK, France, and Germany, to name a few. They have a, f- like a bunch of others also. So is Stadia on schedule for releasing this version? Or is it behind schedule or ahead of schedule or what? Um, I don't know if they had like a schedule. I think they just said they're working on it. Because mm. they were supposed to have it uh, available by the time like the free version came out. Uh, the paid version of the subscriptions, like the free version, the free trial, the paid description like ran out. So, but I think that it should open a little more options to people to play now since you can use your Chrome OS, PC, or phone now. You don't need a Pixel. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. I wonder if uh, people actually start trying it, though. Maybe now that they're at home, they can, like, just open their laptop if someone's using their console or something and just start playing it if they have, like, an extra controller lying around. Hmm. Um, so... Do you just download an app, a Stadia app on the computer? Or your phone or your Chrome OS tablet. So I think you have to download the app on your phone first to start playing. But once you have it downloaded, it like expands out to everything else. Hmm. So it doesn't work on Windows yet. Just the Chrome tab- laptops. No, you just have to download the app. Once you signed up and have registered, you can play 
on your computer. Is there a Stadia app for iPad and Windows? Uh, I think there's a Stadia app for iPad. I don't know. I'm not. I don't use iPhones, so I don't know. Hmm. Well, you're a Chrome OS user, so you won't use. <laughs> you won't know if Windows has it or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so are you ready to move on or you have more to say? Um, I'm excited. Hopefully Stadia, since we're in a time of quarantine, people can log in and check it out. Maybe more people will start playing it. Have you played it recently or just that one time? <laughs> nope, uh, I've been busy playing Animal Crossing <laughs> and other games. <laughs> So you only played once. <laughs> yeah. Nice. You gotta support Google. That I do. I'm just bummed that the new uh what is it called? The earbuds they announced are taking a while. <laughs> I wanna pre order them and get in now. Oh yeah, when were they scheduled? When? They're supposed to be scheduled for this month, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to be talking about a new search engine similar to Google, but I think it's better. I actually tried it. I downloaded the app. I call it Qwant. <laughs> I don't know the, how they want it pronounced. It's... It's uh, spelled Q and want. That's it. Um, I'm talking about this because previously we talked about Huawei making their own search engine. And we were afraid that they're going to have more control over the internet and what China looks at and control over the search. But Huawei is starting to ship the Huawei P40s with um, Qwant as the default search engine to Europe. And yeah, when I was I actually downloaded Qwant. Qwant is a search engine based in France. And I actually like it because it seems to be more straightforward and it has more like a social aspect to it. When you look into your searches, there's a button for uh, the Twitter um, feed of that search. And you could sort the images based on what is public domain or other settings. I'm not exactly sure what's like copyrighted images and what's not. It has some terminology that I don't really understand. So I would have to look it up. <laughs> but it seems like they're pretty straightforward on who has rights on the images on the search. And yeah, I, I liked Qwant. Um... You could also switch between countries pretty easily. So 
if you want to see the results of what someone would see in another country I don't know if that makes a difference for some people <laughs> but <laughs> you can if you want to see what uh, maybe a Korean person would see or <laughs> something like that <laughs> hmm. or like uh, if you wanted to see what the Jap Japan's search looks like yeah um, Qwant is private it is a lot more private than uh, Google and yeah I was talking about Google with uh, Nick in a couple episodes ago and I said that I kind of abandoned Google one reason is because the searches are adapted to each person so you're not getting like a fair representation of the search because every person sees something different <laughs> and uh, it's since Google knows you they're gonna customize the search just for you and it's a little biased according to your lens so if you're looking for some unbiased um, results it'll come up biased because it gives you what you want to see <laughs> so that's uh yeah that's that quant it you quant it trevor no i don't quant it <laughs> yeah i've been telling trevor i like i kind of like the huawei since i kind of uh abandon Google I'm kind of tempted to get the Huawei phone because it doesn't have any Google stuff on it but if I'm going to get a phone I might as well get an Apple phone then <laughs> but Huawei's design is, is a lot better than Apple's design yeah Apple's I like Huawei they hideous. have really good uh, technology and they always try to like be ahead of the design language and like they try to innovate more than Apple does yeah I think Huawei's pill thing mm, yeah it's fine but I think it's more ugly than just the one little dot thing that Huawei, no, that uh, Samsung has. So the design is kind of went backwards, I think. But yeah. it still looks really I think, good compared uh, to Apple. Isn't it because they want like a better Face ID style unlocking? Or like yeah, a there's a second secondary camera. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking about innovating, Windows is starting to integrate Linux files into its file um, explorer. <laughs> and I think that's really nice because it. I think it would encourage more people to try different distributions of Linux because if you can access those files from your Windows um, partition then you're not losing half your memory that you might be taking up using Linux 
Hmm. So if you have a a partition in your memory, and you have Linux, you you boot Linux, but you have Linux files on the Windows. Does that? Do you still have access to those on the Windows partition if you have if you're on the Linux side? <laughs> I think I don't know. I haven't used Linux in a while. You might have to. I think you might be able to if you like click into the folder of your Windows. But I'm not sure. I haven't dual booted in a long time. Uh, yeah, maybe if you have like a synced folder or something, it make it would make more sense somewhat. If you have a, maybe a Dropbox or something, and it's synced on the Linux side and the Windows side, so you can have the same access to the same folders. But maybe I'm they probably have something else that's more simple than that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the way you enable it is you open up uh, the Windows subsystem for Linux. And there would be like a little penguin icon, the mascot of Linux. And you click that and then you can access your Linux files. So how many Linux uh, distributions have you tried? Before, I, I've tried a lot. I tried like the small ones for really low end computers. I've tried all the big ones like uh, Ubuntu, Linux Mint, um, the other variations of that, like Debian and things like that. It's surprising that uh, Windows, I guess Microsoft has promised a full Linux kernel for Windows 10. What does that mean? That means that uh, the base of Windows 10 it will be a Linux uh, operate like a Linux file system or whatever core, kind of like Android. Android is built on a Linux kernel with the Java way to program around it and stuff. That is weird. I think it's good that window uh, Microsoft is embracing Linux. It means more stability, and you don't have to like worry about developing another like kernel or something in system settings. I kind of wonder if uh, I kind of wonder if uh, Windows is kind of abandoning its foundation because it started using Chromium, so they they didn't start from scratch on their browser and. They're basing their operating system on a new kernel. That's kind of yeah. I think yeah, it's better to use open source uh, software because anyone can uh, work on it. So it's if there's any security flaws or anything, everyone can see it and they can just like I don't know, fix it, and people can just add to it if they want to. And yeah, it's crazy. Okay, so uh, should I start talking about Neuro? Uh, yeah. Okay, I have a trivia question. How many companies have 
have active permits in uh, California to drive an autonomous vehicle with a safety driver? I'm going to say uh, one. And you will be surprised to hear that there is 65 companies in California that have permits to drive autonomous vehicles with a safety driver in it. With a fake driver? It's a safety driver. Oh, safety driver. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there's uh, two companies that have the permit to have autonomous vehicles driven without a safety driver. And the two are Waymo and this company that I'm going to talk about called Neuro. Neuro That's is... what I thought you meant. Oh, yeah. There's two that have um, permits to drive autonomous vehicles without. And there's 65 with safety drivers. Well, doesn't that defeat the purpose? <laughs> um, yes. It just means that the 65 companies are a little behind. Yeah. But Nero is I, I don't know if Nero is focused on delivering people. I think they're mainly for delivering packages and stuff. Another thing that's special about Nero is that they're the first company to have federal exemption uh, of producing their cars without, no, with, yeah. They could produce their cars without a steering wheel or side view windows. Without the uh, mirrors in it? What? You said without mirrors? Yeah. They're the first company to be allowed to mass produce a car without a steering wheel and side mirrors. You understand what I said? So it's kind of like a delivery item thing. They don't, there's just like a robot. Yeah, it's a little tiny car <laughs> without uh, mirrors or steering wheel. The car could only drive 25 miles an hour. Oh. And one thing cool. that might one thing that might be annoying is that it could drive in a 35 mile uh, zone or streets, <laughs> but it could only drive 25 miles an hour. <laughs> That's annoying. So you have to, if you're stuck behind this car, it'd be a little annoying for some people in California. Yeah, it's in the Bay Area for now. I think they're starting out in Mountain View right now. It's a unique company. It's the first car company to make cars in the United States without steering wheels or mirrors. And they're delivering cool. food and stuff. Yeah, so uh, I bet you everyone's heard about Quibi, right? <laughs> it's, 
a new Netflix style uh, streaming service built for a mobile first uh, world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my my brother Thomas, he seemed uh, uninterested because he thought it was like uh, geared towards a, a younger generation that likes watching TikTok. So. I don't think he understood that it's like a movie streaming service or series streaming service. Yeah, when I was looking through the content, I was surprised how diverse and balanced it is. It has news and even has stuff for meditation and wellness, has food shows and real estate shows and action and thriller and documentaries and comedy and inspirational stuff so it's not just entertainment or some cheesy is there is cheesy dumb stuff in there but <laughs> it's not all cheesy and dumb <laughs> yeah i watched um uh, a few things i watched uh from recommendation from alex i watched prodigy the first episode you only this watched one, one episode <laughs> Of that show, yeah, is uh ba- is talking about Jalen Green. He's yeah, a yeah. really good uh, basketball player. I thought it was okay. I mean, it's good, but some of the crops were like, just like, why can't I see the whole basketball court? Why is it just like, like barely any of it? I can't see what's happening. So I was kind of annoyed by that. Yeah, they try to optimize for vertical and horizontal viewing, but it's not very good. One thing that annoyed me yeah. at first is that the default of the the resolution of the video is pretty low. It looks pretty ugly standard at first, but I saw I found out you could change it to a higher quality video in the settings. So it looked better. Hmm. I didn't have that issue. Yeah, it does. I think it does optimize for vertical videos because that's how we typically hold the phone. So some when I flipped it to horizontal, I saw that the text or the subtitles were a little smaller and like unlegible in horizontal mode. Oh. Yeah, and then after that, I watched uh, when the street lights go on it's like a uh, interesting weird thriller horror f- series <laughs> i thought the 10 minutes like kind of limits what you can do because they only introduce like one character and like barely introduce the other and they- <laughs> something happens to both of them so it's kind of limiting to what can be presented in a 10 minute time limit yeah. Yeah, but I thought the production is pretty decent for what they have, I guess. Like I could see it being on a Netflix like show if it wasn't uh exclusive to Quibi. Mhm. Yeah, I'm not really into thrillers, so I didn't really look at those. Yeah. It was, like, based in the 80s or 90s, so 
But I thought I was like, oh, that's cool. It had like different things mentioned and like right after some historical event happened and <laughs> I was like, oh, that's interesting. And the last thing I watched was from Polygon. They have like a daily, uh, they call it a speed run. Yeah, I tried watching that, <laughs> but I, I yeah, kind of got it's... bored of it <laughs> after like a few seconds. I didn't, I'm not that into video games. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they talk about like Doom and the history of how it kind of changed the, well, not Doom, but how early like uh, 3D first person shooters have changed what modern games have. And I liked it. I think it's better than just user-generated videos because the quality is more professional and yeah it's more less it's like a curated youtube so it's nice yeah i like how it's more professional but they have the daily content it's really easy to catch up (laughs) it's it's not a video place where you could spend hours on it and kind of and it's kind of nice where you could just only watch a few things and then you're done for the day. But some people will be looking for other things to look for if they want to spend more time watching it. And people, there's, yeah, <laughs> there's not that much to yeah. go through. The service, though, is not free like YouTube is. Uh, for the lower tier brackets with ads is like five bucks. I think it's eight dollars or so for the adless version. But mm-hmm. you have like a ninety day free trial, so that's what we've been using. <laughs> yeah, I would only use this if it was free and it had ads. I would not pay for ads. I think that's really dumb. <laughs> And pay five dollars a month yeah. and still get ads. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how the ads would even appear. Would be like in the middle or the beginning or the end. Like, it was it going interrupted or? <laughs> yeah, I think the ads is mainly there. It's kind of like. You know how companies have payment tricks where they have like two options that have the same price, but they actually want you to buy the different service price or something. I think I think just I think they just have the ads there just to bump you up to pay eight dollars a month because paying for ads is dumb. So they're gonna say like, oh, I'm no, I'm not gonna pay for ads. I'm just gonna pay a few more dollars. But, I mean, we just added, I mean, most people just added Disney Plus if you didn't do the first, like, three years for, like, a dollar each if you, like, got that early bundle. And you have Netflix, some people have Hulu, maybe if you're an anime fan, you have Crunchyroll, like, who hasn't time to add $5 or another $8 for this, I don't know, I don't feel like it's essential for a random like streamer guy yeah i think it is kind of a good option if you don't subscribe to anything because it does has have the news and everything on it 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, I you it says uh, you said T-Mobile customers get it free, so maybe they drive off that customer base. Yeah, did you not get the free option? Uh, when I logged in, it just asked if I wanted to subscribe through Atlas or Ad version. I don't know. I hadn't seen like a T-Mobile customer exclusive. Yeah. The shows that I watched were Prodigy. One thing that I thought was kind of odd is that they have a bunch of athletes. Usually when we think of Prodigies, we usually don't think of athletes, I don't think. (laughs) We think of like piano prodigies or maybe some math or some, some other person that went to like university at age eight or something like that (laughs) yeah so right now the prodigies in this series are all sports people and athletes and another show that i really like is called and music it kind of explores the other parts of music other than music like fashion or the light show how they're created and how the audio is enhanced by an audio engineer and stuff so it's kind of interesting to see the other parts and all the other parts <laughs> to music other than just the audio that we listen to from just playing it um another thing that i saw in the news is that you quibi is screenshot proof so you can't make memes and stuff off of the shows Maybe people would be mad about that. Yeah. It's kind of like it's good and bad at the same time because if you make it, if you have it screenshot proof, you kind of have to, you're kind of limiting free marketing because like probably a bunch of people subscribe to disney plus because of baby yoda maybe (laughs) i'm not sure (laughs) but you can't really have that (laughs) on quibi no memes on quibi no quibi memes yeah there's ways to get around that so i bet you people are still find ways if they really want to (laughs) yeah just take a picture of the (laughs) phone or something like that Yeah, I would give Quibi as a service like a three. It's kind of like Stadia. You have to pay for it and it should be free. And uh, I feel like this is the wrong time for it to come out, especially during quarantine season where we have like everyone at home and they have TVs, laptops and tablets. They can just watch things on like Netflix or YouTube. Like, if everyone was commuting and, like, on their way to work, you can watch it or have, like, it on for listening. But since you have other, like, higher, like, better prioritize like, shows to watch, then you probably won't get much uh, screen time. Yeah. Are you giving it a 3 out of 10? 3 out of 5, so 6 out of 10. Yeah, unless you're interested in, like, all TV options, 
and you watch every single show, I don't think it's worth it. I only like two shows, and I don't think it's worth uh, <laughs> $8 a day or something. <laughs> um, $8 a month? Yeah, $8 a month for two shows that gives me like 10 minutes a day. <laughs> um yeah, if I said, I think I said before, if it was just ads and free to do it, I would watch it. And I, I like how well-rounded the content is. And like I said, I think if you don't subscribe to anything and you want a well-rounded uh, shows, you don't want to pay for cable news and all that stuff, I think would be, be good. Um, Maybe, yeah. But... Like you said, you can't even like screen uh, Chromecast it, so <laughs> you'd have to use it on. Uh, I wonder. Yeah, maybe you can download it on the iPad. I don't know. I have no idea though. So. Yeah. So for personal use, I'd probably not use it, and probably give it. Uh. Yeah, but I think for it, it does have some uses, and I think it has well-rounded content. I th- I'd give it kind of maybe a four out of five, I think. But the pricing is not good, I don't think. So it should bring it down to like a two. <laughs> for me, I will not uh, be using it. For me, I won't so be using it. Odd. Yeah, I think it's presented well. <laughs> For some people that love TV, I I kind of like how it's short form. I like the short form, but I don't think it's worth it. I don't want to pay for ads. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Google will buy it and make it free or something. Yeah, maybe they could make it uh, the new... Kind of like the TikTok thing about TikTok and Quibi. You have short form and super short form. Yeah, it looks like they are a uh, uh, independent company based in Los Angeles. And guess who the CEO is? Meg Whitman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he our governor? Wasn't she our governor? Or she ran for governor of California? Yeah, so she ran as uh, the gov- she ran to be governor, and she was uh, president and CEO of eBay. Wasn't she a mayor of some city? Uh, not that I know of. Oh. On the Wikipedia page, it says she even served as executive for DreamWorks uh, in Hasbro. Wow. Yeah, I think it's a good company for her to have. I don't know if it's going to succeed as much as she would need it to be or want it to go. <laughs> Disney invested in Quibi alongside... Uh, NBC, Universal, Sony, Viacom, and AT&T's newly rebranded Warner Media. So I guess people <laughs> want it to succeed. And did Netflix invest in it too? 
<laughs> no. Just and Apple TV accounts. Apple TV Plus invested in it too. <laughs> yeah, Google invested in it too. No. And Amazon. Uh... <laughs> we'll see. I wonder if I, I want to see like the download uh, uh, count like after the first week and how uh, how many it got compared to like other popular things like games and stuff i think i saw that they have like thirty thousand already i saw an article that said that yesterday i think oh well we'll see well that is our reviews that's our first is this our first review that we've done uh no i talked about stadia oh yeah you reviewed stadia this is my first review Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for talking to me, Trevor. Yeah, thanks for uh, listening, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll have uh, extra content uh, this weekend for people at home. <laughs> you want to do another episode, Trevor? <laughs> yeah, people are staying inside, and they might want to listen to something, and there's no general confidence to uh, dominate the weekends. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Talk well, to you later. Talk to you later. Bye.